Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. In this episode, I'm I'm going to be rather pompous and I have to ask for forgiveness up front because most of what I will say will look as if it's immodest and will look as if I'm projecting I'm the best thing to have happened to all of you. But it's frankly my only way of registering the point that I'm trying to make. I'm going to share my daily routine. And it's because I love the fact that I have a routine. And a lot of people find that boring. A lot of people find that robotic. A lot of people find that settling into a fixed norm, a fixed box that doesn't have flexibility, but it works for me. And I share it with the hope that it might work for you as well. Not this routine, but a routine. My day is split into four different sections. I have a morning section, which is until 9.30 a.m. And that's dedicated solely to me. This is the most important section of the day because this is where I do things that I want to do for myself. This is where I feed my soul. This is what gives me the energy that I require so that I can dispense it on things that will require energy later on in the day. I have my first half, which is around 12.30 p.m. That's largely dedicated to my work. I then have a second half, which is around 5.30 p.m. And that's dedicated to external engagements and also, of course, work. And then I have my evening, which is until 9.30 p.m., which is dedicated to family. And this is been my routine for four plus years, but I've had a routine for the longest time that I know. It just keeps changing. So what's changed is what goes inside these four sections, but the routine has been a constant. Here is the current routine that I have. I wake up anytime between 4.30 to 5 a.m. Mostly it's around 4.50 a.m. Like my stopwatch alarm is set at 4.51, but I typically wake between 4.30 and 4 50 or so, because now my body is just used to waking up at that time. And the first thing that I do is I get a glass of water. I get a glass of water if it's summers, then it's just tap water. If it's winters, it's warm water. I sit on the floor, cross-legged, or I go to the balcony, or I sit on the sofa, and I sip that water. I sip it like wine. No phone, no person, no book, just me and my water. And that's my way of waking up slowly. Waking up slowly is such an underrated art because most of us are just waking up in time, in time for the thing that we have to do as soon as we wake up. And that doesn't center us well. That nearly doesn't center us well. So I think about the day to come, maybe remember a dream. There's no agenda, but it's beautiful waking up slowly. From 5 to 5.30, I meditate. It's something that I started four years back or five years back, I think. It started with Headspace, which is an app that you can download. And I started it with guided meditation. So the founder of Headspace is this guy called Andy. And he's a monk. He now spreads the the beauty and the power of meditation across the world through Headspace. So it was wonderful waking up to Andy's voice for almost two to three years when he was guiding me through that. Uh, Today, I use Calm, which is another app. And I now use non-guided. So I listen to the sound of water and birds chirping. And every 10 minutes, there is a bell that reminds me that it's been 10 minutes. And after three bells, I know that my meditation is over. My smartwatch, which is the most fascinating part for me, records this period as light sleep. 
because of how low my heart rate goes down while I meditate. But I know that I'm awake and that's awesome because meditation is you slowing down. It's you keenly observing and then letting go. And if you can get to a point where your heart rate is so low that your watch actually registers it as sleep, then you know you're doing something well. From 5.30 to 6, I read. This has been a ritual for God knows how many years. Uh, While I've started reading at the end of the day as well, I find my most effective reading in the morning itself because it gets me to think actively about what I read as against just fall asleep right after reading. And and it's it's fascinating how much I I draw from just that reading. But from 6 to 6.10, I do epic shit and I'm not talking about the book. (laughs) So that gets done. And then 6.10 to 6.30, my responsibility is to get the kids ready for school. My wife, she wakes up around the same time as me for 55 and she goes to play tennis at 5.30. So she comes back by 6.30 and by which time I have to get the kids shod and dressed. And then she comes in, she does the last bit of the work and then she drops them at the bus stop, which is very close by. So I play that part 6.10 to 6.30. A lot of people ask me, hey, how do you get your kids ready in 20 minutes? Um, it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been an art. Now they're also habituated to that journey. So I, I love it. And of course, we have angelic kids. So I, I can't deny the fact that it's a lot of just uh, nature working for us. From 6.30 to 7.30, I play tennis. This is a daily ritual. The only time that I don't is a Saturday where I take a break. We have a tennis court in the complex where we stay. So it's super convenient to just walk down and, and play. And, and we built a nice, happy group that loves to play every day. So it's, it's wonderful. From 7.30 to about 8.15 or so, I go to the gym and I work out. That's again in the complex itself. My daily routine is a body part a day. I only do weights. I don't do any cardio because my cardio is taken care of by tennis itself. And that is my extensive one, one and a half hours of just physical exercise every day. By the time I come back, 8.15 to about 8.30, I read the newspaper. It's been a daily habit for, I don't know, about 30 years now. I read Hindustan Times and the Economic Times. There isn't much to read in the newspapers nowadays, so I very quickly read them. I'm a fast reader, so I can finish two newspapers in in about 15 minutes. And then from 8.30 to 9, I get ready, shower and etc., um, 9 to 9.30, I have my breakfast, which is with my wife. We sit down and, and we have it together. And then 9.30 to 12.30, I'm working. I'm, I work from home now. So this period is usually around checking emails, uh, writing, creating, researching about the content that I'm going to create, uh, my thinking time, browsing, responding to comments and so on. At uh, 12.30 to 1.30 is, is my distraction time. Uh, this is where I check my social media. It's mostly Twitter, some bit of IG Reels, some bit of YouTube, some bit of just general browsing. Uh, 1.30 to 2.30, I have lunch. And then 2.30, I have an afternoon nap for about an hour. This has been a recent edition, only in the last one year. And absolutely love it. And it's frankly a privilege because most people do not get this opportunity. And I'm just wonderfully grateful that I'm able to afford this. 3.30 to 6.30, I have uh, external engagements. I try and schedule all of my external engagements, Zoom calls, etc. during this period. And if there are no meetings, then I just work again. I frankly never get bored of my work. 6.30 to 7, we have dinner. We have an early dinner, all of us. We like it that way. We also sleep early and that's why. And uh, the whole routine is orchestrated around that. And it's wonderful to have a, a partner and of course, an entire family that's orchestrated around the same routine. Uh, 7 to 8 p.m. is, is park time. We go downstairs with the kids. 
my wife and I also catch up on our day. 8 to 8.30, we get the kids ready for school, on brushing, school bag, night dress. Sorry, we get the kids ready for bed. So brush, school bag, night dress, etc., etc. And then 8.30, we put the kids to bed. It's usually my wife who does it because she does a great job. And if she does, then I use this again as a distraction time. Else, uh, if I'm doing it, then I'm just doing it. 9 to 9.30, I read. This is again a new edition. And I like this change because it's just wonderful. It's usually not very deep reading. So this is where I pick up a book that's very light. And then my 9.30, we're off. That's bedtime. Now, if you look at this closely, the morning routine is what sets me up for the day. I'd use this time to feed myself, hear myself, spend time with myself. And once that's done, very little can perturb me. Very little can shake my day. And, and I denied myself this privilege for most of my life. So we're thankfully at a spot in life where we can afford a lot of help that takes care of the cleaning, cooking, home managing, and so on. So, and my wife and I can then have a similar schedule. She too works from home. And we are able to stick to this routine. And what I've learned from this is what I wanted to share with all of you. One, if we allow the phone to start our day, then we have given the world permission to manipulate us. Don't do that. The first thing if you look at is your phone, then essentially you're looking at all the comments, all the reactions that are not in your control, but are going to have a reaction in your head. And that's the worst way, in my opinion, of starting your day. Managing your energy is equal to managing your time. So if you spend time on things that give you energy and you weed out the things that drain you out of energy, that sets you up for the day. And urgent things, call for attention, attend to them, but do not become slaves to them. Because if you're perpetually attending to the urgent, then you will never get to the important. Boredom can be a goal. And that's fascinating for me. I realized it only much later in life. But if you genuinely do not know what to do with your time, consider that as a privilege. Don't be ashamed of it. Because that's when your brain goes into a default mode and you begin to connect what are not seemingly connected things. And figuring out to spend your day is, is actually a journey. It's not a destination. It changes, it goes up and down, it works, at times it doesn't, but you enjoy the journey because life isn't about being busy. It's about living it. I hope this was useful. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you. <laughs>